Have you ever wondered how to land a UX design internship at Microsoft? Well, today we're going to try to answer exactly that. What's up, everybody? I'm Guo, and you're listening to the Not Just Pixel Show. There's a lot to learn as a designer. So in this show, I sit down with design professionals to understand how to grow as a designer and help you get that UX design internship or job. Let's get into it. In today's episode, I talked to three design interns who worked at Microsoft last summer. I asked them a series of questions about the application process, preparation, and tips for future applicants. Personally, I took a lot of notes, and I hope this episode will help whoever is interested in applying to Microsoft in the future. So, starting with the first question, what was your application process like? So this seems like quite a long time ago. Boy, was just last year and this year actually. So I think the first. Tap in my application process was actually applying. So I applied last year October, and then I did not hear back until earlier this year in January for a first round interview. So I heard back for a first round interview. I scheduled the interview for like a week after I heard it. After I got the email, um, that was like earlier in January, and then so. The first round interview is really like a behavioral interview and you may have a portfolio review because it's 13 minutes. So it just mainly like questions about who you are and your passion and stuff like that. So I prepared for that. I did the first round interview. I was asked a couple of behavioral questions and then I was also asked to do like a portfolio review the last few minutes of my interview. And I was able to do that. I didn't really have my portfolio ready, actually, but I explained to my interviewer that I had my projects in Figma and he was really receptive to that. So I just worked him through my projects in Figma. And um, I believe a week after my um, first round of interviews, I got like an email saying I made it to the final round of interviews, blah, blah, blah. And I was really excited about that because like, I was really excited to make it to the final round. And it was like, a huge achievement so the final round of interviews was going to be like i think five interviews in one day back to back to back the first will be portfolio review with like a couple of designers and the the remaining four will be one-on-ones with designers and researchers and some design managers i guess that was favor a graduate student who studied information technology at marymount university now i don't think i've ever heard of a final round where there were five back-to-back interviews consisting of a portfolio presentation, then four one-on-one interviews with designers, researchers, managers, and other members of the team. That really shows you have to understand the cross-functional domains and what they care about. Then, how did you prep for the application stages? As soon as my telephonic round ended and then I did get a response uh, from the Microsoft team that I I have been selected for the final round of interviews. One thing wh- wh- which I made sure to ask was which is the team or let's say product which I'll be interviewing for, which kind of helped me curate my projects in such a way that it kind of resonates with the team which I'm interviewing for. Right. So although I have like multiple projects, it doesn't make sense to show a a random project to them and then be like, hey, if they can't even connect with it, then I might not be able to put forward my ideas of how I work or showcase my actual workflow. So it's very important, super important to kind of curate your projects according to the team for the team, which you're actually uh, interviewing for. And then post that, it's all about creating uh, the right slide deck for your presentations uh, because time is of an essence over here. Generally, people expect around 
two to three case studies or presentations in your uh, in your portfolio presentation and that's what i did mine ranged across both mobile as well as the web domain because the product which i was interviewing for uh, had both of those components as well so and all after that is just practice after practice uh, making sure you uh, have the time management right and then uh, putting your points across that was sushan a master's student studying human computer interaction at university of maryland and kudos for sushan to taking the extra step to ask about the team it makes the hiring manager's job a lot easier because the applicant will present a project that is relevant to the team which means it will be easier for the team to assess if you will be a good fit now were there any other ways you prep for the process um so with portfolio presentations it, it was like an hour long or 45 minute presentation and so i think i dedicated um a lot of time into making sure my presentation like told a cohesive story so not kind of just like oh about me section first project second project third project but i tried to format it in a more linear way so it felt a bit more cohesive and i think that that storytelling is a really strong asset and then for the one-on-one interviews honestly i just spent a lot of time kind of understand trying to understand like who i really am as a designer you know everyone says like hard working i love emojis like all that stuff and it kind of becomes generic and so i think by really understanding like what i uniquely bring to the table and what story i have I think that stays a lot more time than making these like cookie cutter interview question responses. That was Karis, a senior studying industrial and product design at Georgia Tech, and about knowing what you can bring to the table and your unique background. Double snaps on that. Seriously, delve deep into your background by asking yourself, "What's my background? What are experiences I've had that's different from others? What drives me as a designer?" Your answers to those questions combined will help you differentiate yourself from all the other designers out there. So, I definitely recommend doing so. Now, on to the next question. What do you think made you stand out? Yeah. Um, I will say what I think made me stand out was my passion. I think I'm a very passionate, in fact, I don't think I know. I'm a very passionate person about design. I believe it's my passion and when I speak about design, I speak about it very passionately. So through my presentation of my project, you know, in the portfolio review session, you know, I spoke very passionately about all my projects. I explained them like how I started the problem, the research I did, how the research insights informed my design decisions, why um like user testing, what I learned in user testing, how I hope to improve the products in the future to show that I was also like, you know, willing to learn and improve. So I think really my passion helped me like stand out and just how I organized my um, products too. And the story I was trying to tell that is like a very like, I think storytelling is a skill that really separates, you know, you in like, especially like a design interview process. And I believe I had strong storytelling skills. I was able to tell a good story for all my projects. And that really connected with my interviewers. And my projects were quite interesting, honestly. If you go through my, if you go through um, plug that shame or that shameless plug, um, my portfolio website favoritedu.tech. If you go through it, you will actually enjoy my project because I took 
I took time out to really think about the story I'm trying to tell. How can I show my passion through this project? How can I show my passion through this story? Because, you know, design is about problem solving. So how am I highlighting my strengths in design and my skills? I think one of my strengths as a designer is product thinking. And I really wanted to show that through my project. So I made sure I spoke about how I thought about the product, how I thought about the problem, how I went about solving it, why I thought what I was doing was good for the users. You know, I was very like, I was really highlighting my strengths in the, in the process of presenting my project and I think that really made me stand out and I also spoke very confidently about them you know I don't mean like I was proud about them like very like I mean I was proud of my projects but then I spoke very confidently because I mean I put in time and effort into my project so being able to speak confidently too I'm sure the recruit related story the interviewers are very impressed by how confidently I spoke about them and you know my internship project for my previous internship at my at MasterCard, which was last summer, for that 2021 summer, yes, my project actually went live in market. So that was a huge achievement for me that I spoke about during my interview. So I'm sure my interviewers were impressed with me saying that I'm impressed with how an intern project went live in market. So um, yeah, so I think those are the things that actually made me stand out, you know, yeah. I love all the points mentioned here, and I can seriously feel the passion and confidence of Favor talking about design. Now, let's hear what Sushan has to say about this question. So probably I think one would be my prior experience. um, And another would be that I did have experience working with uh, multidisciplinary teams, which is a huge bonus point for Microsoft, at least, because they value a lot of uh, work culture and how you uh, work with across uh, with different cross-functional teams and are you able to collaborate in those scenarios and are you expressive enough uh, and how do you how do you initiate your ideas and how do you take it forward all of those uh, matter does matter for them yeah as you mentioned before since there are four one-on-ones with different cross-functional team members working with different types of team members seems like a huge part of Microsoft design so If you have past experiences working with cross-functional team members, that's a huge plus. Now, let's also hear what Karis thinks made her stand out. I think I did a pretty good job of how I marketed myself. So kind of like similar to what I was saying before, I think a lot of people in like this UX design field, I don't know, part of our jobs is to follow convention, but you know, a lot of portfolios are starting to look the same. A lot of stories start to look the same and like majors. And so, yeah, I think finding sort of my little corner of like what makes me stand out. So for example, I, a lot of people did fine art, but I talked about how like doing fine art and also entering college as a mechanical engineering major, like kind of gave me a unique perspective on how I approach design and how I tell stories. So yeah, just finding like little bits about myself and what makes me unique compared to other people. To reiterate, Find your little corner in the design world and show other people. Love that. On a similar note, what do you think Microsoft looks for in design interns? Collaboration, people who are driven with design as their passion. So what exactly they expect us interns to do is uh, you have to be proactive enough and also be good in your craft so that you explore various different methods out there and various different solutions out there, which uh, and they expect you to just go crazy and then that craziness is kind of toned down and made sure that the particular product that you're working on is kind of market ready with with all the collaboration and let's say the cross-functional feedback that you get from the team. 
If you haven't noticed already, cross-functional collaboration is definitely a huge part of what Microsoft looks for in design interns. Now, what are some other things they look for? I think they look for a lot of enthusiasm for growth and impact. So not necessarily wanting like the top-notch visual design or research skills, but more like, oh, this person's very curious and like this person can like, ha they talk a lot about this thing called like growth mindset, which I'm sure a lot of people have heard of, but yeah, I really think it's true. And I think I saw it a lot at my time there. Yeah. People just want to see you like be eager to grow and like when incorporating feedback, not just like, not just incorporating it and that's it, like homework basically, but really pushing boundaries and like exploring and being like excited to design and like see what impact a certain feature can make. Definitely love companies who actually follow through with their core mindset. And in Microsoft's case, it's growth mindset. In essence, it's the passion, curiosity, and drive to grow and learn to become a better designer. Honestly, if you have a growth this Honestly, if you have a growth mindset and actively find ways to grow, it will make you a great applicant to any company you apply for. Loving everything said thus far. Now onto the final question. What are some tips or advice you can give to designers who want to apply to Microsoft? Probably having a rich portfolio, uh, something which showcases uh, not just one type of your work, but a wide variety, which, uh, which uh, you know, uh, I would say well-rounded enough that it showcases, uh, let's say if you are uh, applying for a product design position, showcase all of the work that you have done uh, earlier, including the visual design work, the research work, as well as very importantly, the impact that you've had with the work that you have published out there. Uh, because as long as the team can't connect the fact that you have done a particular work and then if it didn't have any uh, impact out there, then it's as good as just you doing an experiment and it's just going to be a fail in the end. But as long as you can showcase that your work actually had impact, then it's, it's, it's all good. Plus one on that. I think impact is often an overlooked slash forgotten or hard to achieve aspect of a student's portfolio. Even I'm trying to improve on this. But for any projects, try to list out any impacts of your project so people can assess how well your designs were. Now, on the note of projects and to round off this episode, I want to end with a follow-up question I asked Favor. And I asked this because she talked about how all her portfolio projects were super interesting. And as a person who often struggles to find good projects, I was naturally intrigued. So I asked, how do you find interesting projects to showcase on your portfolio? Yeah, thank you for that question. I think that's actually a huge problem I faced when I started, when I started designing. I did not know what projects to work on. And I think now that I've learned a lot about that, I can provide value to other people listening to this. I think a good way to work on a design case study or project is to, first of all, think about who you are as a person, what are things you like, like what are your hobbies? So for me, my hobbies are fashion design, my hobbies are entertainment. I like watching TV shows, you know. Just think about who you are as a person and then think about what problems you face. Let's say, like, you're someone that likes to read, but then all the, will I say, mobile apps for books have this issue that prevents you from reading how you want to read. Like, how would you solve that problem? It's as little as that. So it's just, like, looking within you and looking around you or just also looking around your community. Like, is there a problem that your community faces like as a college student if you're perhaps maybe you're in college is that a problem that students face maybe it's difficult for students to borrow books from the library or 
at the beginning of the semester, it's always a hassle to get new textbooks. So how can that be made easier? Or at the end of the semester, students are always like, you know, throwing away like furniture or things they use as and how will that be easier for other people to buy? You know, so just think about things around in your community. You know, you could be like, oh, like maybe people, like I'm just coming up with things right now. Like, oh, how can people easily like rent a, rent a bike or something? Like it doesn't have to be like something so big or something so new. It could be as just little as I want to create an app to help students sell their used furniture and, you know, used items after the semester ends to maybe incoming students or other maybe already enrolled students in the university, something like that, you know, and you create that kind of e-commerce app or something like that. And it doesn't have to have all the features. You can just have like maybe like one or two user stories or scenarios and you create the tasks for that through the app. And you show that in an interview. It shows, you know, your intuition. It shows how you're thinking. It shows that you're curious. It shows the story you're telling, like you're trying to tell. It's also showing your visual design skills when you add those visual pieces and, you know, prototyping skills. So I just really feel like when I'm looking for a case study project, I think about things I'm passionate about. Like now for my capstone project, because I'm currently in the last semester of college, and I have my capstone project to work on this semester. And to come up with something, I just thought about something I was passionate about. And I'm passionate about the beauty industry. I like to do makeup. I like to buy makeup products. And I also like skincare items. You know, I'm very crazy about my skincare routine. So I, I'm coming up with an app. Rather, I'm creating an app. Rather, I'm designing an app that has to do with skincare and makeup products like how can people easily find this product so because sometimes the, the easiest way for me to find a product is by going on youtube or tiktok or asking people um what product you use for this but i'm creating an app to help people find the products that they want to use for their makeup or for their skincare you know to make that easier which is just like a problem i have with myself and i'm sure all my all my, all my friends around me have the same problem too so i didn't have to think about something so like new and big i just thought about an easy problem i had and um working on my capstone product for, to solve that problem and i'm going to create like a i'm going to design like a mobile app about that and just show like a couple of tests to perform with it and user stories and scenarios and that's going to be it you know so imagine just presenting that kind of product and interview you show the interviewer that you're intuitive and you're paying attention to detail and you're just like you know you're curious and you're willing to learn too so just think about you your problems that you face what your hobbies and things around in your community that you can make better and you can do that through design. I know this is a very long answer, but then <laughs> design is all about problems. <laughs> yeah. Design design is all about problem solving. So it just really it's just really you digging deep into what kind of problems can I solve and um creating solutions around that. Yes. I love how Favor will often begin with her interests or closest surroundings. And bonus if it's a problem that you yourself face as well. Because that'll mean you'll be extra more passionate in solving it. Anyways, there was a lot of value packed into this one. And to any Microsoft applicants, I hope this episode was helpful. Thank you for listening up to this point, And I wish you all the best in applying. You got this. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really appreciate your time. And again, before we say goodbye, my name is Guo. And you've just listened to the Not Just Pixel Show. And I'll see you in the next episode.